0: welcome in our here every podcast ted here john here as what the heck happened to that zoom ted did not do a good enough job you know what let's just let's just go ahead oh my goodness uh right, how are y'all doing <laughs> watch as i quickly adjust the screen uh that was a smooth smooth intro welcome guys welcome to the show um that that sound that's maybe a bit of a metaphor for how this whole uh how this whole how everything's gonna go today I think that's a perfect metaphor for how things are going to go today. This, uh, as we watch, talk about these United. What's there to talk about? But John, how are you doing, my friend? How, how are you been?
1: I'm I'm better than you right now. I don't know what's going on over there. Is everything all right? Everything good? Uh, I'm fine.
0: I'm, I'm I'm fine. Things are fine. We're all good here now. Yeah. How are you? How are you? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm really excited
1: to talk about that game. Uh, I was so excited I called into Tried and True. After the after the game, I was just like, I got to talk about this game because it was riveting. Uh, and actually, really what I really what happened was I felt bad that they had to do a post game show after that. So I figured the cool thing to do would be to you know show some solidarity and call in solidarity. contribute
0: contribute exactly. That's 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 what you do. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, um, I'm I am about. I mean, I think we we, we were kind of talking at the beginning of the show and. I think all both John and I, we're we're over it at this point. <laughs> I think we're it, it, it's it's at the point now. Okay, so let's 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 talk about let's let's actually get into this game. So uh first thing Ben does, or first thing happens, we see the lineup. 3-5-2. I'm thinking, okay, well my the my brain immediately reverts to the positive. Oh, hey, look, Donovan Pines is out there. Hey, maybe he's not you know, on Ben Olsen's crap list, or he's another, you know, maybe we're actually going to see something from him. Maybe everything's better off than we think with him. Yeah, they've got, um, Schwarberg coming. Uh, he's cleared to play. Probably wasn't, the team was probably like, well, he's probably not match fit yet. So let's just not even, let's not even worry about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so that happened. Uh, so we see, we see, um, see pines out there three, five, two, and I thinking, OK, well, we tried this last year <laughs> and it worked for a little bit. And then teams kind of just figured it out and completely burned us on it. Um, they seem to be playing kind of a more pressing style. There was a more attempt to try to dispossess, try to win the ball. It was kind of effective, I guess, a little bit. They got some opportunities. They showed some energy in the beginning. Um, they were given plenty of free kicks and set plays, which they did absolutely nothing with. Um, I did the post once. I did the post. Oh, That's right, because that was a free kick, a free mm-hmm. kick delivery. But let's be clear, that that, that that was really about it. And again, that comes from a defender. It's not coming from any of your attackers. Uh, maybe the, the cross is in from the attacker. Um, but most of the part, was pretty ineffective. Um offensively they look just as stagnant as they always have it's you know that last pass isn't there they get broken up um or you know we really got to ask the question what what the heck is up with julian gressel i think at this point um i think late in the second half he had uh, an opportunity where he has a breakaway and he lines up and tries to take a shot i would argue maybe he's got some room in some space he can maybe exploit maybe run at some guys but okay take the shot and completely blows it over the bar he had another free kick too that went completely over the bar uh, i don't know if it's a confidence thing i don't know if it's a it's a happiness thing bringing the sports psychologist i don't know but uh it, it ain't working out and he's now making a lot more money than than he used to um so well i, I you know to defend gressel there i feel like he
1: the problem with the, the problem with the offense continues to be the extremely bad runs by every every offensive player Olakamar makes bad runs uli segura makes very bad runs um which he should not be a forward, but he continues to be. Um, they So the, the play you're speaking about, the, the, that did stand out because basically he looked for a pass, it wasn't on, and instead of dribbling, he was like, all right, I'm going to rip it and hit it over the, hit it over the crossbar by 10, 10 or 15 feet. Um, it's not... I, I feel like there are a lot of problems going on. Uh, Gressel actually looked pretty good in the first half, comparably. He didn't look good. He looked better than he has lately. He looked better than he did at all certainly during the entire duration of the orlando tournament so forward progress for him uh you cannot say that about all the players on the field unfortunately so i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the modicum of of good news where i can and, and for me that's julian gressel is trending in the right direction everyone else on the offensive side of the ball though is doing the opposite let's talk all right let's talk about kevin paredes getting a start at wing back. A position he says he's comfortable with and has played. He looked fine. He looked yeah. pretty good. He was again
0: one of the more dangerous players on the field. Again, can't believe that that's the case but, for I a seventeen-year-old. I, I would say he was less dangerous. Maybe that's just a, a case of the position. He was not. I was not as. I remember after that Montreal game thinking, okay, he is the one bright spot. He looked good. He nearly had his first goal. This game, I don't know. It, it was it, maybe. Maybe my, maybe my whole like. Mood on everybody is just muted by that performance, but that's kind of what I thought I felt from him. It was just was he, not- he didn't look as good as
1: he didn't look as good as he did in his last start, where he's
0: further up the field. But I did think he got four. I think he did not
1: look at a place playing wing back, playing defensively in MLS for a seventeen year old in his first start in that direction. So I'm happy with that. Uh, Donovan Pines looked good. Donovan Pines had an opportunity. He actually made a, a really smart play uh, in attack. Uh, I think and, and Devin McTavish called it out. Not De- yeah, Devin McTavish called it out, and he was like, "I, I would have assumed he was just going to pull it back and play it, play you know, play it back to the top of the box." Uh, but he 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 played a really nice off, you know, probably a key pass. I wasn't sure if it was actually an offensive chance, but put somebody in on goal, which I didn't expect him to do. He did not look outclassed uh, defensively. Cincinnati didn't look very good going forward. What's well, <laughs> I, I feel like every review I've read so far is like DC shut them down. Defensively, <laughs> yes, and, yes, and no, yes, and yes, and no. Um, they uh, didn't I, have a lot of chances, but I think a lot of that is self inflicted uh, yeah, by Cincinnati,
0: yeah. I, I think we are seeing a little bit. So, I think the MLS is back tournament format. It seems to me maybe it's sort of because you look at you know Orlando crashed back to earth, you know, Portland lost to Seattle. It almost does seem like you know, I think I was maybe making big up like, well, I mean. Yeah, they maybe they're not a great team, but I mean I don't think they're a pushover like they have been in the past. They're still not a good team, and and they had they had probably the best chance of the game of all the games of all the chances. They the the uh, Cincinnati had the best chance in a sort of breakaway opportunity. I, I don't remember the Cincy player who got the breakaway, uh, but it sort of rattled off the post, uh, beat Hamid completely, and and rattled off the post. I don't know. It's just. Ooh, ooh, that's a that's actually a very
1: controversial thing that you say because Bill Hamid disagrees with that uh, <laughs> that dis- description of what happened. Uh, he said that he came out, cut the angle out, and if he hadn't, it would have been a goal. He 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 forced a uh, a shot that almost went in instead of went in. For okay, sure,
0: yes, yes. I'm just
1: telling you what I'm just telling you what Bill if Bill were watching, he would reply with he would reply with that.
0: Sure, 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 sure. Bill report, but you know that's still a a situation in which. You have to think that if a if you have if you have say a Carlos Vela out there if you have a Bradley Wright Phillips, they're probably putting that ball in the back of the net regardless of whatever Bill Hemmy does. Not that Bill Hemmy didn't didn't do a good job cutting down the angle, doing what you do. So, but you know, I, I think it, it, there's sort of a sense of of malaise about this team now that is you really can't ignore at this point. And I you know I was like I remember I was, last week I was like oh we're you know we have a game to talk about so we have something to talk about this team. I'm like. It's the same I have the same questions again the same questions there's nothing new that was interesting yes okay I will concede maybe Gressel looked a little bit better but he certainly is not what we what we were expecting to get we were expecting to get a guy who was going to you know provide service for forwards who was going to have an attacking mindset that's not the player we're getting right now it, but we it, also don't have Joseph Martinez we don't have Joseph Martinez, but you would expect, you know, a little bit. You know, it almost it almost seems to you know speak more highly of how much how good Joseph Martinez is, uh, and maybe that's people aren't making the runs that he did. Maybe there isn't an understanding between him and Kamara. Uh, forget about Ola I am I am almost yeah, off that. Are you I am off that. the chips. You're so, I, you're I so am I am, am stepping off that ship. I am jumping in. <laughs> I am I am finding the nearest life preserve i can find and jumping off that ship at this point it is sell it is sell 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 old kamara stock right it now. is it is and you know maybe he'll prove me wrong hey if he i interviewed him the show maybe he listens he probably doesn't but if no. he does listen hey man light it up prove me wrong prove me wrong um you know it's it's but you know you think about that and i'm like i'm like you know here here's some things you think about like as a fan you know you when the new jersey comes out you know even if i don't go and get it let's say you know the money doesn't come together i'm not you know, I'm holding on tight to my money. I still think about, you know, guys I would love to get a jersey of. Even in the awful, awful years, you know, I still would have gotten a jersey with Lewis Neal's number on it. I still would have gotten a jersey with, you know, of of Dwayne DiRosario, for instance, you know, because he was so even in 2013. 2010, I would have gotten Annie Nahara probably because Andy Nahara was just was so good despite the team being really, really bad. Um this this is like the first time I'm thinking about okay who's who's on the field that you know I would want to get a jersey of that that that's a player that exemplifies my excitement this is like why I come to watch the game I got Acosta second half of 2010 2018 Second half of 2010, Oops. Jesus. <laughs> Second half of 2018, because he was playing so well, and he was like, "This is a guy you come to watch. This is like a player you come to watch." And this is a, this is a, an interesting fact. And maybe you know, maybe it's Paul Arriola. Maybe that Paul Arriola is that person. He he probably is. Maybe yes, he, he even looks. Ma- yeah, he definitely is. Maybe he even he looks bad with how bad this team is. Who knows? Um, but you know, there's no one on that field, maybe except Bill Hamid. But again, you can't buy goalkeepers jerseys, so sorry, he doesn't count. And even then, it's like it's Bill Hamid. Bill Hamid's been great regardless of win this team. He's like the only player on this field who has been here probably as long. Maybe Steve Birnbaum comes up uh, sort of from 2014, uh, sort of the other player with the longest track record. So maybe it's him. But there isn't anyone here that, you know, I, as much as I love Bill Hamid, you're not really enjoying the games when he's standing on his head. You're more like gripping the seat and like tense. Attacking players bring excitement. Guys like Acosta brought excitement. Wayne Rooney brought excitement. There's no excitement in this team. Flores came off the bench and did nothing again. He was no a non-factor in this game, and it shows on the scoreboard. It shows on the on on everything about this team. I, I don't I don't I, I don't I don't know what the again. It's like I don't know what the direction. Okay, you changed up the formation. You tried the thing you tried last year, but with different players. Everyone they've signed, they've brought in, has not been up to stuff. Emil Assad, Julian Gressel, Edison Flores, none of those guys are are playing the way that we would expect them to play. And maybe the X factor is Paul Arriola. Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe Paul Arriola is so integral to this team that losing him just caused everything just to collapse. And it's going to be the you know we're all going to oh man if we just had Paul Arriola well too bad he's injured. Figure it out and. It's not working, and I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I feel like Bart Simpson at Camp Krusty at this point. I'm just, I'm over, I'm over it. I've been sitting for so long. Oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better once we get the stadium. Oh, it's going to be better. Things are going to be better. They're not getting better. They're not. This is this, this is this is this is what it is, and it's and it's bad.
1: Uh, p-town hiker says i think i'm more interested in getting a Paige nielsen or ashley sanchez jersey yes. than yes from dcu absolutely yes, absolutely <laughs> don't buy a rose lavelle jersey like some idiots uh, may have done and maybe they received it after uh spirit were already out of the tournament and maybe they were like well it's okay i'll get to wear it or that person was like they'll get to wear it for uh the pool games that are going to start in a month uh but 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 no yeah i mean I bought a I bought a Julian Russell jersey because I had to pick somebody, uh, and I didn't want I, right now. I have a Paul Ariola jersey, and uh, the number is wrong, which I think is funny because it was the number he had when he first got here. So I am <laughs> keeping that because I think that's funny, yeah. Uh, and I don't want to change it. And I have a Griffin Yao jersey, but other than that, not a lot of active players. Everyone else is gone, or the or the curse has taken effect. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's bad. If you looked on Reddit this week, there were I think three posts that were basically like, "Why is this team bad?" And why do I not care that it's bad anymore? And, or I'm a new fan. How did this team get so bad? <laughs> was it, was another <laughs> one. I think that person was doing a YouTube episode. on like, how, what happens in MLS or something? I don't know. Um, but everyone is sort of in the same boat. Uh, we're just, you know, we do a show about this. And, and I even said it, I think on Twitter, they're like, you know, I wish this team would, would lose five, four uh than than what they're doing now and you know I, I there's absolutely something to that like be interesting even if you're going to be bad be interesting and we're not interesting right now i'm glad you know i'm going to give ben a little bit more credit for, for for trying this granted he's tried it before but he's trying it again he's trying he's to, got different guys out there he does have different does. players i mean it's you, worth, you, you I said mean, it right you said it all the players that are having bad seasons you got to try something there aren't new players coming in yeah. so ben can't invent players so he's like all right well what's Try them in different spots and see if that changes anything. Uh, it didn't really. It did defensively, but then again, they played FC Cincinnati. So let's play a better team. We're going to play New England tomorrow. Uh, they are not much
0: better than we are uh, from early record perspective. Uh, but there'll be San- sans Bruce Arena too. Apparently, he went on a tirade and got suspended. So three games. Three games. So <laughs> he really had to say a lot of the magic
1: words uh, to get three games. Yeah, so but uh, all, I mean, all, all the
0: words all, you can't say on TV. He said right. them
1: all. So call call in. I know that there are I know that there are listeners that that have uh, have feelings about how this team is doing now 202 905 0454 um, and we will we will sh- we will share your your gripes and agree with them probably yeah uh, but the the it's just uh, I, they're not they did not do much uh, in the way of interesting soccer beyond maybe the first 15 20 minutes and that was really as a result of them pressing they continued to try to press not as fruitful the rest of the time. Uh, and they got one shot on goal. So, yeah. So to Cincinnati, it was just a bad, it was just a bad game. Yeah. Um, it really just, it really just was so the they I think our expectations still, we, I talked about it. We've talked about it now that like, we should try to find out what we have here, uh, because this is not a, this is not a deep run playoff team. Um, nothing, nothing changed since we said that <laughs> from okay. the, from this game and probably won't change on Tuesday. Uh, Paul Ariola is uh, to Ted's point I think last week is now making some some more progress with his knee according to some Instagram videos showed he was he got I guess I don't know a full extension or the extension he needed to get for his knee to for something and they were very happy about it uh, so maybe he does rush back and uh, and help us get to tenth place <laughs> or whatever <laughs> or whatever it is that results but uh, I, I and you know you, you said it sort of jokingly I think he I think Ariola I think he has proven his absence just like bill proved by his absence how much this team needs him and that is how he got this contract a part, a part of how yeah. he got it and how bill got paid too like you're gonna miss me when i'm gone and then when i'm gone like everything catches on fire and everyone wants to jump out windows and that's that's kind of where we are right now
0: you know and and i feel like i feel like i, I talked a little bit about the, the bigger picture in, in a plan i i this morning i listened to um allocation disorder and uh, Sam Stachel, um and I can't. I'm, the, I'm blanking on the other guy who runs it. Uh, I was listening to their podcast and they were talking about MLS and a selling league and everything. And they started saying things that uh, that kind of. Uh, they were saying what other teams have been doing. They have gone out and, and I'm not saying I'm not saying go out to Europe and find you know a technical director or someone like that. But they they looked at they looked and they said you know what. You know We can't compete with the likes of Atlanta United, with the likes of LAFC, with the likes of these guys. We're going to go out, we're going to bring in a technical director from Europe, and we are going to f- completely pivot to development. FC Dallas have done this. Philadelphia have done this. They've all done this. They've all done this idea. And... They're being very pretty success pretty successful with it. FC Dallas has developed a relationship with Bayern Munich. You now have a because you have that partnership. I think it was Chris Richards was shown, yep. and they're saying they have a they have a basically where you know Bayern Munich they have a relationship. Well, Bayern Munich will come out and scout their players and, and talk to their players, and you're hearing these things these clubs are doing, and you're like, why why can't we do that? And we have a relationship with Stoke and Swansea, <laughs> so. Yeah, why why can't why can't we be a team that wants that that gets guys from Europe or, or gets Americans and say, hey you know we have a relationship with Swansea they come and watch our games they've you know hear these players that they've brought in and I'm not saying you know just we don't want too many willy, players yeah too, yeah <laughs> willy willy nilly just you know bring clubs in and you know oh we have you know don't lie to, to players but I mean that's just that, that's it's very clear they they have proven them you got to prove yourself you can develop good players you got to prove yourself that you can you can show, you know, these European clubs that hey, you know, we're, we we can develop, you know, decent players. You know, Chris Durkin, I love Chris Durkin. And and you know, I wish he was still I wish he was still back. I hope he's I hope he's lighting it up in Belgium, but he's starting. Yeah, that's that's the only uh, that's the only club that came knocking for for Chris Durkin and it's not the the cream, you know, you're not having you're not hearing about, you know, you're you're not going to get an Alfonso Davies story that we know of out of a lot of these players. You know, Kevin Paredes is, is a good player, but Alfonso Davies was starting for the White Caps and he was lighting people up in, in professional soccer. Kevin Paredes looks like a competent professional right now. He might he and he might get better. He might start to see the game. He might start to develop more. I, I'm not saying that, you know, that Kevin Paredes, is, is his his career is shot. He's only going to be an above-average player. I'm just saying that you're you're seeing all these all these teams do these things. To encourage youth players, to encourage growth, and we're not doing any of that. And I have to wonder. You know, I look at you know, and maybe it's the fact that there's these teams all have infrastructures. They have scouts. They have, you know, they have people who understand you know how to attract players and bring players in and sell them and all of these things. And it's just, it's just, I just don't see any of that. I don't see any vision, any idea. If there was at least a vision, there's but there's not. And that's that's the most frustrating part, I think, about this team. Is that there's just no vision. There's nothing. I don't I don't know. I there's nothing to get excited about. I mean, even in 2010, when 2010 was a god-awful year, you had Andy Nahar and you had Bill Hamid to say, Hey, these guys are gonna be future. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be fun to watch. They're a reason to come out and watch this bad team. There's nothing I have no. There's. Uh, what am I going to say? Oh, maybe Flores. This is the game Flores puts it together. He hasn't done anything lately, but hey, maybe today's the game. Today's the day. So I don't know. It's just. It's. It's. It's an utter lack of vision that that just frustrates me. And and it, it's. It's. This wasn't supposed to be this way with the stadium and everything. Everything was supposed to be different, and it's not. And I'm coming to terms with that, and it's very very difficult for me.
1: I mean, I think we should. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. I th- I feel like we should have known better after Rooney and Acosta left last year. And 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 the and the players we did some. I mean, Julian Russell was sort of a sort of found money. I felt like there was contract breakdown or a CBA situation with Atlanta and that's how we got him. We paid him. Um it's I think it's way too early on him to to I think it may be less early, you know, Flores you got I mean, he's I, I don't know how long his contract is. It's at least 2 years. He's going to get an opportunity. He's going to because this team is not going anywhere. He's going to get a lot of opportunities to figure it out. I am excited about Kevin Paredes. Yeah. I'm excited to see about what Julian Gressel can contribute as he gets more minutes with this with this group of players who are clearly inferior to his teammates in Atlanta. Without a doubt, it's not close. Um, other than that, not a, not a lot not a lot to be excited about. Uh, I don't I don't know if, how far Griffin Yao has fallen. I would have preferred they get opportunities allowed and it appears that they're not going to it appears that they're going to be playing you know griffith's going to play five minutes a game as, a, as one of the six subs um Ke- i i do want to see kevin further up the field i agree with you that yeah. he looked obviously did not look as dangerous uh, as a wingback but i don't he probably would have yamil assad looked pretty bad he continues to look like a guy who hasn't played in two years Um, So this, again, this season is an opportunity for him to, it's like a long preseason. We're, we're in that, we're in that player evaluation stage already because I don't see this offense clicking without changes and the changes aren't coming because
0: there's no money. So we've got, we're player evaluating all over again. And you've hit, I think you've hit on something, you've hit on something at least, at least a little bit there. I think a large problem is, is that either, either Ben's not giving some of these guys the chance. Or there isn't there aren't any guys underneath that, you know, you look at a guy like Emil Assad, he hasn't played well, but he started every game. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he started every game this year. Or maybe the first game. Well, he needs minutes, right? Yeah, I, he's fair, bad because he's fair. not fair. played, so he's gotta he's gotta get run. Yeah. But insanely jealous that you get the uh, the DC broadcast. I was stuck with the FC Cincinnati Flow Sports broadcast and it was not
1: Listen, with <laughs> your if you could get uh, James in uh, in the UK was watching the Dave broadcast through the magic of the internet also apparently it was not geofenced. Interesting. interesting so if you're it was it or wasn't it not
0: it, it, it is it is it's supposed to be geofenced. i didn't even think the that it, look. Said it was did. not
1: oh wow interesting so keep keep your eyes peeled on dcunited.com next week maybe you'll get the uh, or tomorrow night maybe you'll get the the right one uh tim tim flesh said uh the club needs to sign a good striker and another attacker yeah for sure uh i just don't think they're going to um I would I mean, love for them too,
0: you know. And that's, you know, and that in that really. Oh, we we need this. Okay, sure, we need that. But <laughs> I mean, short of, I mean, unless you can think of who that could be right now, we and we have no semblance on who that could be. I mean, maybe we look at some guy we're going to trade for. Maybe we bring in some U twenty person. But I mean, what 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 hope do you have that the team is going to actually go out and make those signings? I don't have any hope. Any hope.
1: None. No, and, and it's that's, done a very it, good job of depressing expectations about player signings. And that's just it's worked, it's worked on me. I expect nothing. <laughs> I, I am. I am like, well, you know, what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah, and it's it, it, it's it's hard when you've you've been a fan for so long. And I mean, goodness, I know it's been thirteen years since this team was anything to talk about. When you would you would turn on games and you'd be excited to turn on games. And there have been moments. I'd say, you know. It's, it's, but it's like spurts. It's, it's never fully fled, you know, to, you know, 2007. Every game you wanted to watch, I wanted to watch DC because I knew they were going to be good and I knew they were going, I knew Gomez Moreno and Eski or Gomez Moreno and Emilio were going to absolutely punk whoever was out there on the field and it was going to be fun. Now it's, you know, I've had maybe some instances, you know, 2018, we were kind of, you know, we were on that upswing, 2017, we were kind of fun to watch, you know, when they gave Acosta sort of the keys. You know, but there's, it's been little like little sprints of, of of funness, and then sometimes we'll win like we'll go undefeated in a month, and we'll win like a bunch of games one to nothing and smothering games like we did in in 2014 and and such. But even though sometimes there were some fun moments to watch, it's just the lack of joy right now. I'm feeling when I turn on this team right now is just it's palpable at this point. And even 2019 wasn't fun. 2019 was by all means a, a a bad season and just not fun soccer towards the end. There, there was still some joy. I remember the the Seattle game being where they looked like, oh my god, this team might actually do something. But I mean, for large stretches, I mean this this is just hasn't been fun. And I know, I know it's it. The weird thing is, it's like maybe it's it's August, so it feels weird. I know this is like what game six, seven? What game are we on at this point? One, two, five, six. This will be seven. This will be seven coming up. So technically, technically, like we are still in like April. If we want to be obvious, like if we're if we're in a, under normal circumstances, we have played like seven games in April. Um, this is a, a weird year due to due to COVID nineteen and everything. You know, we get that, but it just feels more exhausting and I guess because you've been waiting for games and then we got three bad games with some weird excitement maybe when a 35 year old comes out and still shows he has something but i mean for the vast majority it's just been it's just been
1: not the dark fun. days man it's, it's the dark days ever since i've been a fan but I it's have a different
0: a paul over this franchise by my by my affection what, what's so what's so, and again I'm, I'm ranting I know but you know we talk about the dark days we talk about the dark days of 2010 we talked about the dark days of 2013 there was still like some hope that things would get better you know even 2013 at this point we were talking about a US open cup championship yep you know and there's always been this like uh, the, this this part of hope and and now it's just there's there's just it's there's not it's just like this is bad and it's going to be bad until there's until there is drastic changes and even it kind of I guess the most the biggest thing that sort of caught me about the allocation disorder is just I didn't know a lot about all these these sort of technical directors that are coming into Europe and redoing it and it's stuff I'm not seeing. And it's like, oh, my God, we are like I thought like getting the stadium would catch us up. We are so far behind every other team in this league. It is mind boggling. We are just—we are like light years behind some of these teams. We are light years behind LA. We're light years up behind FC Dallas. We're light years behind Colorado. At least they have figured out and tried to do different things and bring, tried to to come up with a new identity. It's just—I it, just feel like we have just been stuck in neutral, and, and we're and and we're now firmly rooted in that neutral, and and. We're just going to write out the rest of Ben Olson's contract, I guess.
1: <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of, uh, I don't have a good transition. We've got a caller, <laughs> Eric Eric from Virginia, uh, who uh, I think may agree with sort of the the, the the negative outlook here on these players versus this team. Eric, are you with us?
2: Hello, hello. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, we can. Hear How you. are you doing?
2: Oh, I'm actually not doing too great. I, I've got the flu, but you know. Uh, could be worse i could be the entire starting roster of dc united right now um yeah i don't know guys it's it's just sad and, and what i wanted to pause out there i'm sure you guys have talked about this before but i feel like the team the parts are greater than the whole that we're seeing right now i'm like i'm thinking to myself i'm like you know oh kamara i remember you know i remember when that was a name that i was i was excited to watch on television i i he wasn't even you know he was on that was back in his galaxy days right like edison flores like come on he's a technical whiz he has the touch of a, of a, of a god like apparently allegedly,
3: allegedly. so
2: why is it that when i turn on the tv it's like i just see like Kevin Paredes out there trying. And it's not like, I'm sure the other, I mean, it's not not that I'm saying that the other guys aren't trying to play soccer right now. It's just, it it feels like they all know that they're not performing as well as they should, and that's infecting their entire outlook in terms of trying to be the first to the ball, trying to, you know, it's like, oh man, uh, we lost it in central midfield. We've got to hustle on back. And it's just that like split second of doubting yourself and being like, ah, I don't think we can do it I don't yeah know. i think
1: I think it's the I think it's their the curse of low expectations i think are, is at play here like right the I, if they don't do well, oh well, like I don't they weren't expected we we we're, we're not a team that spends a lot of money, we've had the same coach for ten years, we don't have starter we don't have a lot of starters on the bench that could come in and take your spot, so it's it's really a safe space for for players to come in and not do well because particularly if you're a forward. Who are we going to replace you with? We're not going to put the Estonian Messi in there, clearly. Uh, so, really, you can't. All that you, if he could stay on the field from a health perspective, he'd play every game, and he could he could score four goals in the year, and he would play every game. Um, the team, you know, I think Ted was just going through it. The team is suffering from a lack of ambition, which is driven partly by complacency of owners because they're not they don't come to the games all the games they don't spent they don't have the money invested to this franchise they have this money invested into the stadiums yes and the training facility yes but they also have opportunities to build all the all of the surrounding buildings around Audi field which are going to make them a lot more money than this team ever will so that's where their attention is mostly focused and until the owners are more focused on the team and more ambitious about what this team can become it's on autopilot and it's what it is and all of the fans have to just sort of reckon with that and that's what i think ted is doing and ted has been sort of having this catharsis over this over this episode is sort of just like coming to terms with like this is who we are this is who we're gonna be and we have to be okay with that at least from like in our own in our own minds that this is this is what we have to deal with until things change very down I mean, have we- uh very down perspective but i think that's they- i really you know the all the conversations on reddit push pushed me there right like i think that's where i'm at everyone sort of feels stuck uh, in this relationship i'm not going anywhere like i love yeah. this team even though this team doesn't want to get better i'm we're in this long-term relationship and the other person has given up they don't they don't they don't care anymore it's just you and not really them. They're kind of in it. They're not in it. But you're not going anywhere because you're committed to this thing and you're going to figure out maybe one day it'll work out again. So you're just going to keep on doing your best. And the other person isn't. (laughs) That's sort of what it is right now.
2: Just the way you describe it makes it seem like the team is a Wegmans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I wish the team were. I love Wegmans. I wish (laughs) the team
2: were Wegmans. No, and 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 Eric, I, I think like it you, raises the property value. I think you,
0: I think you hit on a little bit of a, a, a you know, and, and I think I've I've always felt that too. I guess I felt that up until I think last Friday. I was like, you know, the the players out here are better. Gressel's a better player. Assad's a Gretel, a better player you know uh, Kamara is a better player you know Edison Flores comes from you know like you said he, he played in Liga Liga, Mec, Liga Max he wasn't a bum there he wouldn't be if he was a bum there he certainly isn't going to come here you know we say we say oh, wow these players are better you know sometimes in soccer maybe maybe they are and and maybe the, some I guarantee you there'll be at least one player who is going to the team is going to cut them loose they're going to say you know what thanks but no thanks buy and then suddenly they're going to go to another team and they're going to be better. Um, it won't be Emma Boatang though. I, I'm, I'm confident <laughs> in saying that, that we won't. That won't come. Up, that won't not bite us. It, I think it is a. It is a nature of. I think it's a team that is not ambitious. It is a team that. I and I think that infects all the way up and down the 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 line. And you know, I I think. The way you change that is you, you have to change your, your technical director who's going to go out and, and recruit players and bring guys in. The way you change that is you revamp your youth system so you have guys that are pushing and, and you give minutes and, and to the, to those players. I mean, it, it would require wholesale changes. And I think guys like Gressel, guys like Assad, guys like Flores would start to become better. I think they would start to. Oh man, I'm actually getting pressured. I'm getting pushed out of my spot right now. Oh heck no! And you know, and hey, that happened to Flores too. He got pushed to the bench, and he didn't really show that much. Maybe something changes, or maybe you know. But some some players do sulk.
1: So, he wasn't fit. Yeah, he wasn't fit, and he's only 60 minutes fit now. So that wasn't even coach's decision. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. that you know, Ben has said every game he needs to do better, but that wasn't why he wasn't wasn't playing at least. So this is we're not there yet. We'll get there some you know, history says we'll get there. Yeah. (laughs) History says, you know, there's, there's a large number of, of foreign acquired players, uh, that can tell you that eventually you'll run afoul of, of Ben and you'll sit on the bench and collect the most money in the team and not play. But, uh, we're not there yet. Yeah. (sighs) No, I hope you, I hope you feel better than when you started calling. I hope we've, uh, (laughs) (laughs) hope we made your flu
2: feel better. All right. Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) Uh,
1: Uh, Brian, producer Brian said that we need structure and a plan more than players, in his opinion. And I think I think that's fair. At least if you have that, if you have the 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 what do they call it in Philly for the Sixers, the process, the process, yeah, yeah, yeah trust the process. What's our process? What are we gonna? What do, the process can't be Kevin Paredes and Griffin Yao and
0: Donovan Pines. That's not a process. If that's three yeah, players get Ben Olson, get Dave Casper in a friggin' press conference. Just tell us. What's our now, what three-year are we, plan? What, what's what's the plan here? They that's what they should first first opening. They should have had a press conference and they said, okay, here's you know we, we brought in guys like Edison Flores, you know here here's our you know here's our hundred page plan. You know New York Red Bulls and Ali Curtis had sort of the the there the, the, he was mocked for that hundred page plan. They actually did pretty well under him with that plan. Now there's debate of whether it was Jesse Mars, Allie Curtis, just who cares? They they had a plan in place. To go and make that team better, and and to be fair, it worked. Now they didn't win MLS Cup, but the playoffs are a crapshoot. So, but they were competitive and they played a game of soccer that you could be that you could be excited to go watch. Um, And that's that's really like just give me something interesting yeah to to watch in this game because it, it just isn't there and and it, it, if the plan was if they and, and the lack of honesty the lack of honesty is is the thing that bugs me the most it's very much this like you know and even in you know it was weird you remember the whole press conference you remember the press you know the last press conference that ben had at the most back tournament when charles boehm asked him like you know are you happy with this team he's like no like, I don't know. Yeah, he's just kind—he's of, just kind of upset. Then in this press conference at the end of the game, he's like, "Oh, we're—you know—that was great. You know, I thought we played really well. I well, thought he we heard
1: feedback there. He—he he heard, he heard. He's like Ben, you cannot—you can't do that. <laughs> you got—you gotta—you gotta be more optimistic. We had there are too many more games to play.
0: Well, that's you know what—to <laughs> heck with it. Okay, you know, be, don't be honest, but tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what the plan is. I mean, he actually—you know—I I give him credit. For actually coming out and saying, "Hey, we're going to play some younger guys now," and he, yep. he showed it. He played yep. Paredes and he played Pines. Yep, he went out and played Five some minutes, younger yeah. guys. He started them. He gave them a starting position, which he has never done, or at least has a good track record of doing so. Um, you know, and if he put Yao on the field, I mean, he he at least showed that aspect of like, "Hey, I'm going to start. I need to start trusting some of these younger guys." Yeah. It's usually injury dictated, and this time it was. Choice.
1: I mean, it's also because we've got uh, nine million games in five days. But
0: got yeah, another game even tomorrow, even which actually I kind of forgot about. I was like, actually, I sat down. and I am like, oh, we got a game next Saturday. I'm like, nope, it's Tuesday, and I am like,
2: whoa, okay, yeah,
0: quick turnaround. I mean, yeah, I, I think there is nothing wrong with that. That's free,
1: right? Yeah, that's that doesn't cost them anything. It is not; they don't need to have a budget to have a plan. uh And I think what we're all afraid of is the plan is just like, you know, we think we've got the roster to compete. We think we think we can win MLS Cup with this roster. And then, in which case the fans go, shut up! No, that's not a plan. <laughs> that's optimistic. That's just being an optimist. That's not a plan. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we're. I think we all we all want that. I think we would say, all right. So we think that you know we've got some players who are at their peak. They're not going to be here for when this team is actually a threat. But we think we can build around this young core of these three players. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know that they even think that, uh, but I, Ben has, I think I'll give Ben credit for saying that certain players have not played well enough so far.
0: Um, he's not going to name, he's not going to, he's not going to, he's not going to Jurgen Klinsman them, right? Say like, no, oh, yeah, they, he's just sort of said the, <laughs> Donovan, offense. Donovan was crap guys. Jeez. What an awful player.
1: <laughs> the, he is, he has said that the offense is what's holding this team. Like after, and even play, Steve Birnbaum was like, the defense was good last game. Yeah, the offense wasn't. The offense seems to get better, and that and and Brianne has said that, and Bill has said that. So, like, I mean, they did, all they have to do is look at the the stat sheet at the end of the game, and it's clear. Like, not enough offensive chances, not enough shots on goal, not dangerous, not con- they're not converting opportunities when they do get them when they're
0: they're really rare. So, your your best opportunity came from Ulysses Segura, the best opportunity DC had to score a goal, game, which usually happens. Yeah, which, <laughs> he gets one a
1: game where he gets at a no angle and smashes the ball. And sometimes it'll go in. Maybe eventually, yeah. he's he scored for DC United. He has he has had a couple pretty good pretty good goals over time. He is who in your so Ted? You've had a longer history, I, I, and I can think maybe back to since 07. Like who is a player that is maligned as Segura is with the fan base, uh, really, but 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 loved by the coach, uh, and you know. There's there's got to be an analog for DC United where there's a, just a player where the where fans are just like this guy. If we have to see one more time of this guy, I'm gonna scream. Uh, and then he starts again, and then again, and then he starts out of position again because the coach just says, "I I know better than you that he needs to be out there." There's got to <laughs> be mean, good examples over time. I mean,
0: there there is Leonard Pajoy, which is the the like, true the, the same coach. Yeah, same coach. Uh, I'm trying to think like anything past history dc united i'm i'm I'm.
1: hit us in the chat if you can think of a player who 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 is like segura in that the coach likes him better than all of the fans do and there there are there are no we don't get segura stands in the mentions if we talk about ulysses segura in a negative way and he is a trier he he is a trier i i compared him to connor doyle uh last game because the man and at least in the first forty-five minutes, was pressing like crazy, which here, is what I assume he was told to do. Here's um,
0: the here's the thing about Segura is like everybody rips on him, but at the very least, like you said, he is out there. I can, I know he is work going to work for that ball. He is going to he is going to work harder than anyone else out, out there on the field. And all with no end product. Yeah, and <laughs> and he is he. What I wish he he is one of those players. I'm trying to think like. Josh Wolf or some of those guys we've had that sort of you want you look at him and he's starting week in and week out and you're like you know what he really should be sort of the line he should sort of be the the guy maybe first off the bench who you need someone to come in and work kind of hard and and win the ball or, or do something like that and and he's perfect for that role and I think he's a much better at at sort of the right midfield position. His problem is that he's being played out of position and to be to his credit I mean, compared to the rest of the team, he's not doing that bad of a job. I mean, compared to the rest of the team, I actually have fewer complaints about him than everybody else there because I expect more from Yumila Assad. I expect more from Julian Gershon. I expect more from Ola Kamara. I don't. My expectations for Segura are pretty low because I know he's. That's not his position. But and he's doing. And he got a decent chance on target. It was near post, bad angle. But it was still a decent opportunity. And, I mean, if the keeper's a little slow to it, that's a goal. And we're having a completely different conversation. Um, yes, Jonathan, he
1: does. Jonathan on YouTube says, Segura seems to be one of the few guys that plays himself in a position in hustles, then finish like he has on ski
0: boots. <laughs> was anyone else <laughs> finishing at all? Is there a clinical finisher on this team? I mean, no, freaking really uh, Julian Gressel played at least two balls way over the top, not even close to threatening. You know, you I don't think Yamil Sad had a single shot. Obviously Ola Kamara is is not getting anything. I mean, he's invisible out there in the field. Both both Kamara and Yasad were invisible in this game as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Um I don't know. Tim uh, Tim Tim wants us to get Gonzalo Higuain. Yeah. And he
1: has he's so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh if he did get if he did get his contract terminated by Juventus. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they come up with the money to pay his wages. I don't think he's very good anymore. I watched him for every week for Chelsea. Was not impressed. Is he better than Ola Kamara? Yeah, he's better than Ola Kamara. Is he faster than Ola Kamara? He is not faster than Ola. He, he is very slow. He's extremely slow. But if you want a clinical finisher, he's also not that. <laughs> he used to be. He's not anymore. Um, but. Uh, if, if, if if it would be almost actually more frustrating if the team does acquire him, spends the money that they that we think they don't have, and they spend it on a player who is very clearly past it, and also not going to make this team good enough to make a run at the playoffs. Like, do, do we think that we're just one slow but they're very talented in you know in the head and can score goals probably? From being right there, I don't think I don't think anybody thinks that uh, we're definitely not. So I'd prefer if they're going to spend, you know, DP money on the wages side. I'd rather they spend that money on a player who's for next year or for for two or three years down the line. That'd be that'd be my preference. I don't think his team is there, and I I don't want us throwing good money after bad, trying to chase that tenth spot with Gonzalo Wayne.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. Uh... So, so I, I'm just kind of I'm perusing MLS soccer right now. MLS soccer is doing a great job of like hyping up players, regardless of whether they will come or they come here. I think Luis Suarez is now being linked to. That would rule. Let's do that. Let's get <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that. fun. That'd be no, I'm to... I'm all for that. I'm all for Luis Suarez. I think he's going to go to Inter Miami. Literally every player now that Beckham is like Inter Miami is here. Trust me, every single player is going to be linked to Inter Miami or Orlando. They're going to be this. They're going to be the the
1: the the sister nobody likes for, for any new player that comes like i'm going to florida where are you coming not orlando Why? i'm gonna go to miami miami's where it's at also yeah. beckham but also miami
0: yeah i also love how um i think i'm reading dc united's uh, what comes next and and mls has to be tbd on that is <laughs> that oh they were looking at uh dibiase uh, but he signed from minnesota and as oh uh, bobby wood bobby wood uh, yeah, you know, but he's he's uh, that'd be perfect. Bobby would is a would have been a perfect
1: signing for what this team is. Oh like, yeah, oh heck like, yeah. That that is emblematic of what where this team is at right now. Like a, pro, a prospect from six years ago who was going to change the men's national team and then just sort of like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> injuries and just lack of form for Hamburg and.
0: Uh, there was actually a game. It, there was a game today, and I did not even realize it. it was NYC versus Columbus CFC. Columbus. NYCFC
1: s- playing in. Red Bull Arena.
0: Red Bull Arena, correct. Yes, so there was a game today. So, and you know, DC play tomorrow. Chicago. Uh, wow. Okay.
1: I like this, by the way. I would. I, I need to be paying better attention, but I like this. You're just like, there's no fans. The games can be whenever. Who gives a shit? It's fine.
0: <laughs> Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, Monday, whatever. Yeah. Ooh, just ha- have cool.
1: them on. Have them on all the time. All the time. Yeah. So. Just constant. I mean, oh, I mean, it can't hurt. Like their ratings did not do well on MLS's back. Not well at all. Um for any of them. And the game, the game got better, but like there is no appetite to watch the you would think that there would be this big sort of like unsatisfied audience, people who can't go see the games in person that they would do better on TV. It's not happening. Yeah. The 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 league has got to be sweating that contract ending going into the next one. They'll, like when they thought, "Well, we're going to be building What's 25th year, you know." Well, th-
0: this is why this is why that they are pushing now being a selling league because they 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 know that revenue they have given. I think this this TV contract was like, all right, let's give it all we got, and they they could see it wasn't coming, and they're like, all right, we got to come up with some way to make money. Uh, we're a selling league now, everybody. Hey, let's be a selling league, and a lot of teams are doing Farmer that. League. Yeah, you know, and hey, they should do that because guys like guys like Alfonso Davies going to Bayern Munich and winning Champions Leagues and coming from MLS can help change some minds at the very least and help change this idea that there aren't good players. That are being developed and you know I, I think i think it's what the league should have been doing a while ago imagine if 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 guys you know guys like clint dempsey had gone over sooner or you know and you have sort of that development you know you have different paths for different players and you know i, I think it should be regardless of where they sign make sure you get them in your academy and you know that's why we're seeing a lot of a lot of changes there and in, in sort of becoming a selling league and i think it's a good thing i think they should be doing that to, to keep with the negative vibe that we've been cultivating in this episode, uh,
1: Jonathan on the chat says, who would, who would come to DC? Who looks around at this roster and sees anything other than a keeper and a spark plug currently on the IR? What else can we offer other than papooses? Particularly when you're, now, when you're coming into a context where you have Miami, which is the new glamour team. It used to be LAFC. It still sort of is to some degree. A long time ago, it used to be Galaxy. It's neither the New York teams, so at least there's that. we were not losing out there. Uh, but then if you're looking at players that want to play in front of passionate, loud, and full stadiums, it's also not here. It's Portland, it's Seattle, it's Atlanta. Um, we're just, we're just. Times are times are different. I think it's we still have, and you know, I was only here since '07, but like I think that in our minds, we're still. We look at the, we look at the we look at the stars on the jersey. We look at the hall of tradition. We look at the, the way the team used to be, and it's still sort of ringing around our heads. I would I would make an analogy to Liverpool, uh, although they won this year, <laughs> so I can't really make that analogy. But it's really Leeds like United. The ghosts the ghosts of your past like are still with you all the time, and that and that's what you're viewing the lens through. When it should be, look at this team since 2008, and what are we? Yeah not great like it's just it isn't it isn't good at all so that's it is a challenge to think like we have to we're not we're not going to attract people because of our project because we don't have a project at least not a publicly stated one um it would be one like it's one thing if you're like our, our goal is to be here by here and we're going to do this this and this to get there and everybody knows that so come here and be a part of that so that's out two we've got a new training facility building at some point ground still not Still not broken. Understandable because of COVID and the financial situation around it, but that means we're going to be at RFK or or Saint whatever the place is in Arlington forever. Um, so that's not appealing. The, you got a nice stadium. That's great. Every almost every team has a good stadium now. Yeah.
0: So that's that's not really a yeah, selling point anymore. That's table stakes. It's Uh-oh. it's it 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 speaks more to this idea that of how far behind this team is and like they're just now the training facility was supposed to be here by now and it's not because of COVID which which makes sense but it's just it just it, it illustrates just how much this team the how long the stadium situation took set this team back and they they needed to do things quickly I think to catch up and to and to to catch up because the league is evolving. It's evolving every year. There's a new team that's doing something different or that's trying something new, and you have to be. You have to come up with a way to catch up when you're. You know, uh, every every original team has dealt with this when trying to fight for a new stadium, and they've all dealt with situations where they've had to try to catch up or try to you know get themselves up. And right now, DC, I just feel like it's like now we got to catch up with. You know, we, we haven't had a USL team now. Now we have that. Now we got to, you know, start catching up with that. We still don't have a training facility, built. we need to build that. So, I mean, that that makes a difference in attracting fans to your team. I mean, having that sort of facility. And I'm sure that the place they go is very nice. And I, from what I've heard, it's a really, really nice facility. But it also, it, it, it doesn't speak well. You know, every team in the world... Most teams in the world, most professional high top division teams have their own training facilities. Have, <laughs> Congrats, have you're not playing at RFK anymore. Yeah. Uh, you're not, you're not, you you're go. not riding the bus. To, and using the porta-potty. No porta-potty.
1: <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. I mean, the, I think the problem is that we, our ownership heavily leveraged themselves to get us mm-hmm. to the middle of the pack as far as amenities goes. And, but that's it. We've spent our, we've, we've, the, the, the pot has been splashed. There's nowhere else for us to go with this group. Uh we're just now in the middle.
0: So it's it's a uh, you know, we're, I are I, I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't I wouldn't even argue we're in the middle. I would say we are we oh, are yeah. middle to lower pack. We are we are probably maybe slightly above, you know, FC Dallas, Colorado, and Vancouver is probably where we are right now. And that's being and Cincinnati and that's being very generous. Uh, If this team was good, they would have smashed that Cincy team. They would have absolutely embarrassed them and they didn't. And we were, it was a competitive game of soccer in big quotations because everybody could (laughs) have won that. And
1: FC Cincinnati almost did. Yeah.
0: We, you know,
1: I, I I said on the halftime thing I did with, with James on Instagram, like this, this game is screaming for an 89th minute goal by FC Cincinnati on their first shot on goal. It is screaming for it. And it almost happened. Yeah. Um, But it's, I, I don't know if it's, it's beneficial for us to be as dark and depressed as we are about it, but I think that's just where we're all at. Yeah. Like so we're, just, we're, we're just, we're just, it's more, I'm not angry. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. I'm just sad. That's all. That's all this really is. <laughs> the,
0: it's the, it's the meme. I didn't have any expectations and I'm still let down. It's kind of yeah. what I'm feeling right now. Yeah.
1: Pro, Pro soup in the chat wants to know what we think of Edison Flores' performance. We've talked about it a little bit. Um, he's 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 60 minutes fit for the New England game. So I'm I'm excited to see him on natural gra- natural grass for 60 minutes and see if he can be dangerous for 15 of it. Yeah. He made his, his first touch on the ball uh when he came in on Saturday was positive and resulted in a corner kick and then I saw him never again for the rest of the game.
0: So, so yeah. So we're gonna have I think we're gonna have two two games coming up, right? We got a game on we got a game on Tuesday and then I think then we play four days later against Philly on that Saturday. So I mean we're gonna have by the time we come back Monday, we're gonna have two games to talk about. So I mean, in theory we should have, you know, more of an idea of just yeah. what better
1: picture of what this team is now as it's currently constituted. I think that's fair.
0: Yeah. And it's real true cuz I mean, we've been really down on the team but it's like i mean again you talk about 6 7 games and they've all been stretched two games in you know march in April you know march february march three games in july and then now we're getting now we're now we're going to see regular games and that, and that does make a difference I, I you know that makes a difference in how a team can can organize how a team can start to learn each other and that does make a difference so I'll be very curious we're gonna have more games where these teams are gonna be forced it's like they can't even they're gonna you know play one game and then they have to like regroup and play the next game and regroup and play the next game we're, it's gonna start coming fast and furious we're gonna have plenty of material to go off this team uh, even though if the material we're getting right now is not good yeah you're gonna you're gonna
1: Every player on the roster, you're gonna have a, you're gonna be able to develop a, a, an informed opinion about, which yeah. is good. That's good. I think that's great. That's what we've been arguing. I think our, you know, since since they this team didn't look very good. I was like, all right, we'll see what, what we've got here with everybody. Uh, the New England game should be interesting. They're not very good either necessarily. I think they have they're on one more point than we are.
0: They're they're oh. underperforming. I mean, you look at how they were coming out of that, you know, they, they snuck into a playoff spot after they were just an absolute dumpster fire because ben, uh, Bruce Arena a good coach, and he knows what he's doing. Uh, but he looks like he is struggling to sort of get this team to have sort of understanding. Um, you know, we we played them, of course, in the MLS's back tournament, and they looked like a better side, but they didn't look like they could have that sort of killer ability to, to put us away. So uh, yeah. I think Carlos you're seeing
1: a- – Carlos Hill tearing his Achilles is, is a big – loss for them big big similar loss. it's it's as big to them as ariola being out for us i think is as far as ha- what he meant to the to the offense um but they still have they still have dangerous players that are still in their field gustavo Bo uh is was played very well last year um adam uh buksa scored against us last year in the 2019 fixture um this this team has i would i would argue i we're very similar i think i think I think Ted hit it right these are underperforming players that on another team or in another year, you're, you're much more concerned about. So I think we're, I think that's us. I think we're both, we're all, we're a bunch of underperforming assets smashing into each other on the, on the field uh, on tomorrow night. And hopefully we can get lucky at the home, quote unquote home cooking. They're, they're on grass. They're at home in front of nobody. Uh, I, I have a feeling there's going to be lots of TIFO, in the stands, I've been seeing lots of posts from the supporters groups about being at Audi Field and, and and meeting up. So I think you'll we'll at least see that, which is a bummer that we don't actually get to see that when there's fans there because we can't. Well, however, you know that's another story for another day. But I think uh, the, uh, New England also just got just got done playing Philadelphia and they 0 draw. Um, so. This is a good. I mean, this is good. We'll see. We have a three-game mini tournament with this with our uh, with our East Coast brethren here that are the non-New York division to see see what we can find out. I think it's I think it's right that Ted's saying we'll see what we're at here next Monday. We'll have more data. Uh, I think the tournament. I you know I don't want to throw out MLS's back. I'm not not going to. I'm going to still take away the the conclusions I had about this team. Uh, But I feel like. You know, practice every day, sleeping in your own bed. Um, I, I think the, this is now fair to evaluate these players how they do. Yeah. There's no, there's no excuses now at this point. So there's no, there's no extenuating circumstances. They are now, if they suck, they suck. And if they're good, they're good, and it's there's no other thing behind it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think at this point, so far, the big criticism would be the fear of infection and, and the fear of COVID spreading. So far. I mean I guess I don't know if MLS is suddenly capped on the on the on the covid tests but so far they they played a whole week of games and I didn't hear any anything about any positive tests or any teams having to to delay games or cancel games at this point so yeah I mean Steve Steve Burnbaum on
1: on Instagram said they're still getting tested all the time to the extent he had a swab broke off in his nose when he was getting tested, <laughs> which sounds like the worst possible. Uh, thing. Because
0: if, if you don't know anything about the COVID test, they are not pleasant at all. No,
1: like. you scratch the inside of your brain with a swab, <laughs> and when they did that, it broke off in his nose, and they had to get they had to get tweezers and stuff to oh. get it out. So yeah, that's a nightmare. But uh. I think you I even think that their anxiety over that now is probably pretty low because they've been this has been their reality. Yeah. For every day now, for quite a bit. So, I think they're probably, if you were to ask, I I would say 99 out of 100 of them would say, you know, we feel fine about it. We're, we're, there's, there's protocols in place. Probably better than they feel when they were in Orlando. When it was, when it, when I think if you're in a, if you're in a weird, if you're in a bizarro Disneyland with everything closed and like the weird specter of an invisible disease uh, is around you and you're in a bubble to keep you from it, I think I'd be preoccupied with it too. But I think once you're home, it's like all of us, like, I, I personally now when i go outside i put you know my mask is on but it's not like one through nine things that i'm thinking about like oh all right i'm gonna get COVID today um so that we've you, you sort of like get you know you, you get, get accustomed rhythm. to it yeah however i did go to tyson's to pick up a shirt and i walked into the mall to get it and there was like nine hundred thousand people in the mall all with masks on i freaked out i ran outside yeah i was like oh, this is ridiculous why are there so many people in this mall i'm just here to get a shirt what are these people here for also to get shirts but we all you know i was blaming them for doing what i was doing but that other than that though i would imagine they're pretty they're they're pr- feeling okay now they're just there to play soccer in yeah. front of nobody
0: yeah it's and you, just, you know suck. until it starts to get bad i guess until like you know suddenly one team has five positive tests right the vibe is good right now so that's why that's why i think it's
1: all right everyone's feeling all right with it yeah yeah absolutely um uh rossington dc says didn't chicago have a failed test and play anyway i don't know anything about that have you heard anything about that? i I didn't hear anything about that it could be true i don't know about that uh it would be unfortunate that they tried to do that um but particularly because they had such a great record in the bubble of sort of shutting games down potentially uh, when even one team was
0: already warming up at the field. Yeah. COVID, so. COVID, uh, Chicago fire player test positive for COVID-19. All other the players returned negative. Um, strict protocol. The player, not a member of the team's travel delegation remains in isolation. So, you know, it's, it remains to be seen with other players. I mean, that, that's sort of the first thing now Chicago come, becomes the team to watch. I mean, you know, FC Dallas was the team to watch, when this was happening at the beginning, Orlando for the NWSL speaking of NWSL, uh, the spirit still trying to it's, it's do a little bit of news there, maybe a little bit happier, <laughs> slightly happier um, Their happy places. The um, O'Hara still not announced as a trade. They're still apparently working um, to, to get a trade done um, for the, uh, uh, for the team. Um, but, uh, but, but apparently, so they they tried to get uh, Tiki McGrady. They tried to get um, uh, this is Utah, by the way. Tiki McGrady and Ashley Hatch, and the team said no. Uh, the team is very much like, I mean, sure, yeah, I guess O'Hara maybe helps us as a former national team player, and you know, maybe there's some interest. My wife is is very excited. She she wants the team to. She says she will become a more interested Washington Spirit fan if they if they make this trade, uh, but I think the team's taking a hard line of well, you know, from a soccer side. She's kind of a surplus, so you gotta like, you got you make it you, worth her a while. Yeah, here. make it worth her a while. We're not giving away the house to get her. We're an asset know? that you don't want to lose. So
1: <laughs> it's a very we're in the, we the the spirit are in a very strong bargaining position here. You would you would assume they really could do what they want, and they're not gonna give away anybody that they don't want to. So it's what you want. It's what you hope to. to it's the best spot you want to be in. Uh, Rose Lavelle, I don't think is uh, Sam. I, I only bring her up makes me sad every time I think about it. But Sam us is already playing for Man City. She played her first game today. scored a goal had two assists in her first game. So I, I'm actually kind of excited to see, you know, some people are concerned that what this has about the NWSL, having all these players go play. I mean, there's, you know, 10 reasons why they're doing it right now. Um, money, the fact that they're playing, and they have COVID much under, under much tighter control. But I think what it does is say that, you know, most of these players are going to come back. If these players come and light it up in WSL, which I think they will, I think it just says that NWSL and the American player are still number one. Like it's still, it just, it just says that like this is the top product. And I, you know, I think it also means that as as it is a top product, they're going to have to start paying players more. The allocation system that they're working for the U.S. national team players is not long term yeah. conducive to, to to strengthen that league, particularly if WSL is going to start spending money. Uh, teams in Spain are starting to spend money. Oh, teams yeah. in Germany are starting to spend money on their on their on their women's teams. Um, you you got to be ready. The world the world is now waking up to the fact that people want to watch women's soccer and will pay to see it. And uh, there, so but in the short term, this is great for. I think it's a good advertisement for the American player if they go over there and just beat the snot out of WSL teams.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 a nature and it's a situation where the the, the league the league's not there yet. I still say the NWSL is is still the is still the top league but it's 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 maybe i, I think it's narrower than maybe people give want to give it credit for and i think it's on its way to being uh, to being because these what you have to think about is teams like you know psg teams like leon. leon they all have money to spend they have the ability to spend that money and it doesn't comparatively to how much they have to spend on on the men's side The women's side is 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 certainly not there. So they they don't. It's the resource, the comparative resources they have to put in to make their teams better and to make their teams good. Uh, And I'm not saying that's right. I'm I'm saying that it it kind of is what it is right now, and it's it's not a good thing. I wish that it would cost more to you know because then the women, the female players would be getting paid more.
2: Yep.
0: But it but it is but it is what it is right now, and that's what you're seeing is a lot of teams saying, hey, you know, we take you know. 2 million of that 80 million we paid for, you know, whatever, and we can basically fund an entire women's team and be better. I think what was it? Liverpool spent like a million on a light show and everything for their first tournament and uh, Kim McCauley said, you know, you could take that money and you would have like the third or fourth best women's team in the world. It's like it, it, that's what the nature it is and that and I think they're seeing it now as a You know, small investment, big reward. You know, because people are willing to watch, start to watch it now, at least in in certain states. Because a lot of these players are getting more, getting more press, becoming more, um, more famous in Europe, more famous, and especially the United States as well. And getting the U.S. women's players is also huge as well, because those those players drive drive a lot of eyeballs, uh, especially in the United States. So, uh, be, be on the lookout if U.S. soccer ever says, "All right, NWSL, you're on your own." Uh, I, I would I would project some will still stay in the U.S., but it's not going to be as many as you would think. Or it's going to be it's going to be literally a selling league where you're going to have players that are going to be drafted into NWSL, maybe play a season or two, and then go off to Europe. Um, it yeah. would be so short sighted. They're they
1: they have a natural advantage right now. Yeah, and 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 if I think some teams, teams will, will spend. Call, huh? Some teams will spend. I don't know if yeah. I don't know the spirit of that team. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that they're not. I don't know that they're not actually. Yeah. I, I I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're capitalized to spend, but I feel like they have they have spent on other elements much more than they have previously to on other under ownership, as far as uh, technical staff goes, as far as preseason trips, as far as amenities, as far as housing, as far as all those things. They're improved leaps and bounds. The the thing right now is that it's not the market for players isn't isn't one like. The men's side, where there's just money to be spent. I'm just going to go grab whatever player I want, when it's going to cost, what it's going to cost. Like the NWSL player acquisition mechanism is, if you thought MLS is wacky, this is <laughs> wackier. So I think you're right. I think what it's going to come down to is, how much money is the league generating? Is the league now profitable? Okay, first step, is it profitable? It seems to be. Great. Right, let's get in that way um if if and if if they take the reins off some of the teams and say you want to spend spend and national team players if you want to go play abroad you can right now they're still not allowed to because if they, they if a term of their national team contract is that they play in NWSL yeah. they get rid of that the only thing that's going to keep them here is money and if they i I feel like some teams PSG Lyon Lyon has so much money they bought NWSL franchise on a Lark I feel like they're just like sure We'll buy you guys. That's that's nothing. That's pocket change to us. Um, but they're going to have to, unless they want to give up this head start advantage they've got and they've built a small but devoted and growing fan base and they're, I think through CBS, I think they're going to continue to do that. They've got to figure out a way to capitalize these franchises enough that they can spend to keep their players and not lose. They're going to lose some, but they've got to keep, they got to keep the, the, their best of them and stay competitive. And, I want to see and them, not just, and I want to see them beat Leone in challenge cups every year. I don't want to see I don't want to see them lose that advantage where they're already at.
0: Yeah, and, and not only that, just spend money to keep players and attract and bring in players. I mean, there's a lot of play I mean look at look at uh you look I I see I what worries me is I look at the players who played really well in NWSL and now who aren't national team players, players like Sam Kerr, who are now who left because Chelsea said, We'll come and pay you and yep. you know we will we'll come and we'll give you we'll give you money. And I don't know if the Red Stars were, were able to compete with that because, you know, and, and, and this is sort of the it, it's it's going to be an unfair game eventually because a team like Chelsea, you know, certainly doesn't care if they make money off their men's team. You know, they you know, they have to abide by financial fair play, certainly. But, I, I you know, the the idea of the a lot of these a lot of these teams in in. Chelsea doesn't the team doesn't survive on the profit. They survive on they're they're using this, I mean, really as a way to bring in good talent, win championships, and they can also build up, you know, repertoire with with fans, with you know attract new fans a new type of fan um you know and they can kind of bring people in that way by having these teams the problem is is that you know you look at there have been several several leagues. the nwsl is the longest lasting women's professional league in america we've had was it two leagues now two leagues have collapsed wsa collapsed the wps collapsed and now we're here at the nwsl which basically had had to have us soccer come in and say all right we're funding this league we're starting this league you know, first step, you know, here's all the U.S. women's national team players. You got to play. You got to play here. You got to play for one team here. Pick, you know, we'll let you, you know, talk to us. We'll figure out, you know, who plays where and, we'll, you know, we'll figure out the logistics there. I mean, that's what it took to get the league at this point because they had tried doing it, you know, the private way. And, and you know, but they, but they, a lot of these owners, like the spirit aren't associated with them. It's like, we got a call, another call coming in. Oh, my goodness. I was about ready to, <laughs> to put it in. Hey, Rich, what's going on?
3: Hey, guys. How you doing?
0: Good, good. Rich, I have a
1: feeling you want to talk about a certain defensive midfielder.
3: <laughs> oh, Marino? The invisible midfielder, you mean? Oh. Dude, I was watching him. I was just, like, focusing on him during the game, how he would maneuver into open space and, like, n- cover nobody. He's, like, you know, like, staying away from everybody like he's, like, hot potato or something.
1: But uh, <laughs> he's, he's not, ha- he's not, had, a good, he's not had a good start of 2020. That's undeniable.
3: No. You know, well he's never contributed anything offensively. I don't think you can convince me of that.
1: No, nope. no, we're not. So we won't, we'll try.
3: <laughs> but what, what really disappoints me is that Ben seems to be a lot like a certain US team coach who was had a penchant for playing players out of position in in places he could only he could see that they belonged. In formations that were totally alien to anybody else playing soccer. You know, seven defenders. <laughs> stuff like that so i mean he really ben is reminding me of Jurgen klinsman and the fact that instead of playing his mm. his forming his Finger scheme pen. to fit the people he has he just crams people into wherever he, you know hey segura he'll make a great attacker yes you know or let's just play our two young guys at wing back you know
0: let, let's let's so. let's 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 not be searched the name of Ben Olsen by comparing him to Jurgen Klinsman okay let's I, 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 will, I, will, I will stop short of that uh, Jurgen there's a lot wrong with Jurgen about how mainly coming from how he manages players and, and personalities and in the fact that he doesn't and he just says I'm the coach I can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want, basically. Um, so, and Ben at least does. He, he people do still say he still kind of is a player's coach in in a lot of ways. So, I, I think a little bit on unfa- a little bit unfair to him.
1: I think Ben has also tried putting awesome. players in the right positions too, and yeah. uh, they haven't played ball there either. Yeah, so he's now putting them That's in true. weird positions.
0: He, he he started the season doing exactly you know, and I feel like he starts every year doing exactly what we would expect him to do, or what we think he should do, and he does it. And and sometimes it 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 doesn't work, and then he tries different things and new things, and sometimes that includes playing a right midfielder as a striker. But you know, he, he so, does. To continue yeah. the analogy about relationships,
1: we're now in the we're now in the twenty year the twenty year itch span with Benny's like, what's Let's try let's try weird stuff. Like, what do you what do you want to do? You want to go? You want to take a going to get an RV and drive across country? What about let's get five dogs? Like that's sort of where we're at with this with formation changes and putting Parade as a wingback. I'm, I'm about
3: so. to I'm about to take our RV across country. Month. <laughs> Sorry, Rich.
1: I mean it's it's not it's not what not I'm kidding.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm listen. I'd love an RV. My wife's listening. RV would be great. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if you've been with us the whole show, but we we spent a good portion of the show sort of venting our spleens and saying that, you know, that this team is not where we want it to be, uh, but the team is, we've had a long enough stretch now that we should recalibrate our our expectations. And they're a lot lower than they they would have been otherwise. And until things change that are beyond the coach, um, that this team will continue to be where it is, even though we'd like it to be elsewhere.
3: Well, let me tell you, I recalibrated my expectations. And when they called me to say, look, We want to just reflip your money over to next year. I said, I said, tell you what, I feel like the only way that I have to say anything is to just quit and just cancel my subscription. So, unless you can get somebody of importance at the team to call me and say they hear me and they understand I don't want to watch soccer where we're playing for a zero zero tie, that, you know, then I'll renew. If you just have one guy call me or email me and say I hear you. But they didn't do that. So I can't. Seriously. I seriously did. And That's I'm unfortunate. I'm a long-time don't, guy. I mean, first. I don't guy. blame you
1: for saying. I'm surprised that the, the 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 team it cost them nothing to contact you. Nothing. And say I hear you.
3: I think that was a fair offer. Just say I, I hear you. All they had to say three words: I hear that, you.
1: That is surprising and unfortunate. I feel I feel like they definitely should have done that, but that is, and I I, I, I assume you weren't you weren't I assume you weren't saying. Uh, I would like Ben Olson head on a, on a, on a pike. I would, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like, uh, I no, want, I want three hundred million
3: I'd rather lose, you know, three to two, four to three, whatever. I don't care. Score the goal, you know, get the young guys out there. I want to see Griffin. Yeah. You know, I want to see all the young guys, you know, it just, it didn't seem that much to just have one of them call me and say, Hey, look, we understand we're going to try to get more offensive and do some stuff. And, yeah, you know, we're not gonna play defensive ball for the rest of the year. I know I know do we have, we have people lose?
1: with the team listen to us. Uh, if anybody wants to give Rich a call and get some get some twenty twenty one ticket tickets left. sold, do it do it. <laughs> I think I think you should. Um, particularly with how I think how much of a challenge it will be sell season tickets next year to, to people. Um particularly if this season goes the way we feel it's gonna go. So do that. Do you have anything else you want to talk about or, right. or Sufficiently depressed. Well, I hate
3: to run you over. I mean, I just think that, you know, Ben got a reprieve because Rooney came in and said, you know what, we're not playing that way. And he just drove the team forward. He said, okay, boys, we're going forward. And then you saw in the tournament when Higuain got in there, he said, okay, boys, we're going forward. And they, but they just don't have a guy who's doing that right now. And they need to find that guy. That's, that's just the thing, I think.
1: Paul Ariola, yeah. and hopefully <laughs> his knee is magically healing. Paul
3: will do that. He will do that. I agree with you. we uh, need more
1: of him though. Like I, the the challenge is like leadership and like that's, that's that isn't that's not talent. That's just like my mind, that's mindset and like that's the, that's a that's a thing you can just decide to be and do. Uh and who yeah. who is the leader who is the offensive leader on this team on the field right now?
0: No one there's not You're one. Blame. Yeah.
1: Right, and he and he, he's not he can play thirty minutes a game.
0: Thirty-five, thirty, he plays thirty-five minutes, and he has maybe like a f- half of his ankle or whatever he tore. Right, right, <laughs> so. and he's doing his
1: best with, the, with the, coming off a, coming off knee surgery, right? Like yeah, so, it's his
0: knee. Sorry, yeah, I forget what was
3: ankle or knee, but
1: so yeah, we'll do what uh, they did with
3: I, I agree. a defensive midfielder.
1: <laughs> yeah, let goalie. Let's just get all the way weird. We'll just everybody pass the gloves around. Put <laughs> Bill out in the field. Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay,
3: if you play three center backs two wing backs do you really need two defensive midfielders
1: we have more defenders than we have attackers
2: and so it's literally just <laughs> it's asset
1: allocation
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we
0: got a lot of defenders
1: you got to fit them on the field when you
0: play four defenders you play four defenders and two defensive midfielders i mean the, the, the math's not exactly like it's not i mean you just have one more defensive i, I don't know i don't i don't see I don't see that as the issue. It, it, they they could they could make a formation like that work with the guys out there if if, if the offense was more in sync and they're not. So, all right, Rich, uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and let you go, man. You got any any last thoughts? Okay, nah. Take care, Rich. <laughs> almost united. Yeah. I'm
3: gonna still watch. I'm still fam. <laughs> yep, yeah, we all will. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Co- team, call call okay. Rich. <laughs> call Rich.
3: <laughs> yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, Brian wants to know if we have uh, starting lineup predictions for tomorrow <laughs> uh, I know Black and Red I know Goff has predicted the exact same lineup uh, except for uh, Flores in for Paredes, obviously not in the same position wise but like from a head count uh, he's got Hamid Shocker, Briant, Pines, Burnbaum,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Moreno, Kanaus, Gressel, Flores, Assad Segura,
0: Kamara I-, I guess, you know, why not I mean let's, let's let's let this formation it's kind of like well you know and and this is what happened last year where we it sort of worked for a little bit and till it didn't well, and then, maybe maybe this team will figure it out I don't know yeah I don't know
1: I think the fact that I I don't want to put Canales at right back mm-hmm. which is so this is this suits me fine to not have him play right back Felipe's back this game he doesn't have him in the lineup I'd be curious maybe seeing Felipe over Moreno after he yeah. had a pretty I agree with Rich. A pretty ineffective game. Um, so other than that, I think Russell starts. If if he's saying Flores is 60 minutes, obviously he's going to start. Assad needs to have a much better game than he did, and we don't and I, we don't have another forward. So if we're gonna if we're gonna stick with this formation, you got to have a guy drop back into the midfield when we're not in possession, which is Segura all over the place. So that lineup, that golf's lineup sounds right. Yeah. I would say it's probably going to be what it is. I am glad Pines. I'm glad Pines stays in there. We need, he needs consistency. If he's going to play, if he could somehow get a run of like four or five games in a row and keep his confidence up and not give the ball away and not have a horrible mistake turned around into a goal immediately. I think that would be great for him. He, we need to see him take a step, particularly with Briant now on his, on his last contract. And no other. There's nobody behind him. We got. No, there's there's no names biting at a, at Pines' ankle. So it's it's his his spot to win. Yeah. And he's got an opportunity in this potentially lost season already. Seven games in, I'm already throwing the towel, and I think I did that last year too. Uh, but this is his time. If he's going to get the opportunity, he's got to take it and not
0: give it up. <laughs> I, I think this is. I think I agree with you. This is sort of. I think this is actually Ben Olson giving him sort of a. I don't want to say a last chance, but sort of a you know here's your shot, take it. You know show show you can be consistent over a game. You always had he had moments uh, last year where he looked good, and we all kind of thought, all right, Pines is going to slot in now for Brilliant. It's going to happen, and by the end of the year, Frederick Brilliant was still out there. Um, so I think this is sort of an, an uh, Ben sort of giving him another shot to say, hey, this is your chance, step up. You know, you, you need Rich, to. Rich
1: points out that they did sign another central defender. Yes, yeah, sure. So that is, that is true. However, I don't think I don't think Schoberg's considered to be a long term solution. Yeah, he's not old. He's younger than everybody. He's younger than the rest of the center backs. I think. I'm pretty sure.
0: I think he was he was signed. He was signed to allow them to play this formation at the very least short term, um, because he gives you. Because otherwise, if if they only have I, they only have three center backs. I think. I can't think mm-hmm. of anyone else they have other than other than uh, a Schuberg now because they, they have brilliant, they have uh, Birnbaum, Burnbaum, and they have uh, pines and that's it. That's only the only three center backs I can think of
1: yeah, off the top of my head.
0: Forward. I think that's probably a good idea.
1: Yeah. Um, the chat here has uh, big, like Mike says switch Gressel and Segura potentially get more attacking presence.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know. I, I feel like Gressel's Gressel's pretty well defined now as a wing player. Yeah. Um, and his finishing instincts did not impress me against Cincinnati, so, <laughs> no. so I, I prefer, you know, I think we all want to see, I think we all want to see this team have a second forward or, or I think actually potentially um, Flores better fits into that position of a withdrawn forward that moves back and forth between the midfield rather than Segura. So we'll see. We'll see what that looks like, even in sixty minutes. If that's if that's something that that would
0: make sense to me. Producer Brian says Eric Sorga. Um, I, I'm gonna say uh, he'll uh, play. At some, he'll <laughs> play at some point here. He'll play at some point. He has to. It's <laughs> so many games, and they have such such a such a thin lineup. Um, they also Ben also said, said been they picked again. up injuries, and I'm curious what those injuries were exactly. Who uh, Ben Ben said that the teams had some guys pick up pick up injuries.
1: Oh, uh, Chris Adoyom and O'Neal Fisher have both had injuries. So, again, thin it right back, which makes more sense why they did a three center back. Yeah. yeah they they can't, they can't make... I mean, uh, O'Neill Fisher's coming back from major surgery, so you're going to have muscle injuries. And Chris Adoyattsum had a long layoff, although he had last year. Um, so, I, I think that... So, then the question, too, is that how much was... How much was it been pushed into this? How much, how much of this was, like, a, a creative lineup shuffling and how much of it was, like, we don't want to put... I really don't want to put a, uh, uh Russ back there anymore and we have no more right back. So what else can we do? Yeah. Maybe it was that, who knows? Yeah. I, maybe he gets credit from us that he doesn't deserve on this particular thing. But if he, if he runs it out again, uh, apparently O'Neill Fisher will be in the 18 or however many people are now on the bench, the, the, the 25 or <laughs> whatever the rosters are now. Um, uh, let's, let's, let's do this. What, what, do, what do we need to see tomorrow night? What? from a points perspective and just from a play style perspective, what would make you feel
0: a, a goal, a goal from an attacking player, not named Frederico Higuain that, that would, that we have not seen that this year. not from open Kumar, play goal no.
1: would be very, oh, yeah. would be oh, very tight. You know what?
0: I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to go that far. If, 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 <laughs> if, 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 uh, if Gressel wants to hit a banger of a free kick in awesome. Okay. But just give okay. me some we have not had anything from Kamara, Gressel, Sakura. If Segura scores, I'll give him credit for that. But like it's like it's always it's just been Frederico Iguain. This entire season's been the only attacking player. Brion. A brilliant a, brilliant, a defender. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, an attacking player scoring a goal and if it's a nicely worked goal then even better. So I think
1: that's I think that's fair. Uh yeah. I'd like a win.
0: But like win. I said, I don't if, think if, if we if we lose three to two, that'll be better than than a zero zero draw or another than like that. I'm not even, I'm not even going that far to saying let's win. I mean, sure, All let's right. win, but at this point I'm just like what's just, your, just give me what's something. What's your score prediction? Uh 0-0. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, that is the that's the
1: dagger of the score prediction. There there's no more Depressed score prediction. We got two predictions. 0-0. We technically
0: have to do We got we got this game and we got uh, we got Philly. I'm going Philly three three one loss to Philly. Ooh, like I'm, man
1: Ted, all right. Well, I'm going one one <laughs> in New England, and I'm going two one Philly. Uh, I think a, I think a loss to Philly makes sense. But
0: I, I even said we'd have a goal against Philly, which I don't know why I said so that. Probably three nothing. But anyway, I, I'm really I'm really I'm really negative, you guys. So uh, got DC save Ted. <laughs>
1: Play, play, goal. Some, play some good we soccer please.
0: Start playing good soccer. All right. You guys have been on this is a marathon just longer than I anticipated this show going. I think it's longer than either is predi- 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 We got some going.
1: predictions uh 0-0 to zero two loss from DB4034 uh and uh I think jo- Josh uh Mor- Josh Law Morgan from uh Tried and True uh, I think he's not thinking a squirrel of straw. He's he's sad that we predicted a squirrel of straw. <laughs> I think that's the I think that's a very fair and smart. If you were a betting man, if you were if you were to place a place a bet <laughs> in Vegas, zero zero is probably where the smart money's at.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you're right. I'm just I'm I'm just I'm I'm that negative about this team right now. I'm I am just over. I, I'm so jaded at this point. I'm just over it. I
1: uh, I want them to score for you to feel happier because we've yeah. got a lot of shows to still do. I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm you with know right you. you. You heard no, the, you heard me this entire podcast. Yeah. Like my my uh, you know my I'm coming let's, to terms
0: with what we are. If this team if this team wins, let's see here. Let me just say like I want this team to win. If they win from two goal two one with goals from Brumbomb and Brilliant off a set piece, let's just say. I will be more—I will still be just as—I'll be, I guess, happy they won, but I will not be happy. I will be happier with a 3-2 loss where we see two nicely worked goals from the attack because at the very least I'll say, okay, the attack is starting to put it together. Defense right. wasn't here tonight, but the attack was here. That's where I am right now. That's really where I am right now. And if anyone if comes part, off the right? bench and scores that's two the- goals, I'm in the same boat. I'm like, what's what's you know, <laughs> what's, what's the point here? I think you're right. I think
1: that's if we're looking at puzzle pieces, that's the one that's hard for us to figure out. We can always we can always find the defense again. We can figure it out. We can play, as Rich suggested, 37 defenders at once. We could do that and it will work eventually. But finding goals is where this team struggles. Right. So I think you're right. That's all that matters in the next in these next two games. An offense that scores a goal in each game. Progress would be fine. That will that'll have us on Monday in a better mood than we have been tonight.
0: I don't know. If twenty teams make the playoffs, maybe we make a run in the in the playoffs. I mean, who, who knows? Who knows? Um, all right. And now I think, he's I think, Now he's getting crazy I, over here. I think I, I think I, I am I am I am done. I am mentally exhausted from this team and from from uh, from the show from this. <laughs> um, not from the show. Well, no. I, I love the show and I love the people. Thank you. Thank you so much to those that called in. Thank you all for the comments um thank you guys for you guys brought some some humor and some laughter in this in this situation right now um because if you don't <laughs> it's only gonna get darker <laughs> i'm in a very dark easy. place john i'm in a very dark place let me just say with
1: it's this not, team. it's not gonna get better so what's it uh, particularly if they lose both Thanks. of these games and don't score monday night we're gonna need you to send like pizza and beer to to both of our houses so that we just
0: make it through uh, you see but I, I do have i do have a solace in that in that saturday the kickers play and the kickers are looking decent and they are like I knew, actually i knew he'd get kickers of this somehow <laughs> they're it. playing well did you watch that they beat the new england revolution no, too it was good I you should watch them go watch them go watch no. them i swear they are better i swear I watch one game john one game one game one game this season please i don't know if i'd make it this game because they're playing like the top team but this it should be funny which one well, I mean, no. they got the Greenville. Greenville is 1v2 right now. They are second place in the League 1, just in case you were curious. I want to see them play the worst team in the league that they're going to score three against. So that would so be Chattanooga. That, this eight,
1: the eight-team eight league that is USL <laughs> 1, League 1. Um, yes. Yeah. All right. We've got, <laughs> we've got people telling us to stay safe in the chat because they, they could tell how... <laughs> They can tell where our headspace is. Loudon United also gave up a two nothing uh, yeah
0: advantage in the eighty fifth minute and uh, tied Hartford. Do- doing their best DC impression, which we've seen that what twice. We saw that in twenty nineteen and twenty eighteen. I'm pretty sure. I think all against Seattle, where they yes. like up or no, one, 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 one was against TFC. But I know it's happened before, where they like go up three goals and like they just completely bottle it. It's-
1: Hart- Hartford has the cheat code on Loud, and they need to never not play them anymore. But yes. We'll, we'll get into loud when there's not two DC United games to, <laughs> <laughs> to preview and review in one week, yep. which is what we got going on next week. So uh, I might do a, sh- yeah, I probably will do an Instagram show Wednesday. So sure. if you're not, Tuesday. again, I got to start doing this at the start of the show instead of the last seven seconds of the show. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Uh, we'll usually have somebody on to talk with. In fact, I'll say this right now. If there is not someone to talk with, it won't happen because every time i do like the five minutes before the person gets there and i start talking i'm like five minutes was too long that <laughs> we needed a person right here this is there's no particularly because no one gets on right away so it's just me like staring at the phone for like good 20 seconds just because you can't cut the videos it's a it's a, it's a mess follow us on uh, follow us on instagram i'll let you know if we're gonna have a guest uh i've asked i've got some requests in for some players so keep your keep your eyes peeled and if you are not already following us on there do that if you haven't uh, checked out our patreon you could do that if you want rfkrefugees.com yes uh, if you're not already subscribed to us on youtube you should do that we're everywhere we're everywhere you want to be any sort of platform follow us on there you get you'll get something we'll be we'll be talking to you live on whatever platform you're maybe are, are there like a samsung tv like a app that we're on like some sort of weird i'm sure there is yeah uh, we'll we'll build an app for samsung tv <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Uh, You guys have been legends. We will see you all next week. And I'm not saying vamos today because the club doesn't do it this one.